You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, church. Praise the Lord. Welcome to today's midweek service. I will be, because it's our midweek service and um, our fasting and prayer period, I will be doing teaching and at the same time leading us into warfare prayers. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But the Lord dropped something into my spirit some few weeks back concerning this topic, concerning today. The Lord said I should tell you that help has come. The teaching of my, the, the, the message of today is titled, Help Has Come. I have a good news for you. The good news is this, help has come. Are you the one that has been dejected, rejected, and disappointed? The good news is this for, the, the, the good news is for you. Help has come. Are you the one that is believing God, trusting God for peace in your home? Good news has come. Help has come. Are you the one that has been frustrated because of academical challenges? Help has come. Are you the one that, believe, that is believing God for a new job? I have a good news for you today. Help has come in the mighty name of Jesus. Help has come into that marriage. Help has come into that situation. Help has come into that business. Help has come into our church, Overcomers Church World Outreach. Help has come in the mighty name of Jesus. But before then, I went through the dictionary to find out the meaning of this word help. Because I've been hearing, I've been seeing people that talk about help. What is the meaning of this word help? From the dictionary, I found out that the word help means to make something easier or possible for someone. Do you need your ways to be easier? Do you need that challenge to be made possible? The answer is this, help from above. But I took a step forward to find out the meaning of the word help from the biblical definition. It means divine assistance. Church, I don't know what you're going through. I don't care what you're going through. The truth of the matter is this. Help has come for us in the mighty name of Jesus. The help has come to us in the mighty name of Jesus. There is a divine release from above. Help has come in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help has come in the mighty name of Jesus. Help has come in the mighty name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what you've been going through. It doesn't matter the strong man in your family that have told you that you never experienced help. The truth of the matter is this. Help has come. And that help, you will go home with it today in the mighty name of Jesus. Before you live here today, you will experience help in the mighty name of Jesus. If you're the one that believes that help has come, can I hear you shout a thunderous hallelujah? If you are the one that believes that help has come to him or her, can I hear you shout, my help has come. If you believe that, can I hear you shout, it was just hallelujah, hallelujah. But I want, to call, I want to correct this one notion. The notion is that we believe so much that that man out there can help us. We believe so much that our relatives can help us. There is no doubt about it. But the truth of the matter is this. Every human help has a limit. And no man can lift you above himself. No man can help you above himself. No woman can help you above herself. 
is the truth of the matter. Let me show you one thing in the scripture before we go further. Help me with the book of 2 Kings chapter, chapter 6, verse 26. And as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, Jack cried the woman unto him, saying, Help, my lord, O king. And he said, If the Lord do not help thee, when shall I help thee? Out of the barn floor or out of the wine press? Church, this is a king. We all believe that any man, any woman that is from a royalty has every, everything that he takes to be of help to us. But we forgot that every man also needs help. The person that you expect to get help from also needs help. So a woman ran to a king because she has seen that, oh, this man is a king, the king of Israel. As the Bible says, she screamed, help, help. I want you to help me, oh king. And the king replied to her and said to her, woman, I cannot help you. The only one that can help you is God. Church, please, before we go further, I want us to abolish this motion. I want us to abolish this mindset to take it eradicated from our hearts. That it is only man that can help us. Man cannot help us. It is those that God touches to help us that will help us. Any man, any woman that God has not touched to help us will not help us. But today, if you are believing God for help, the good news is this. Your help has come in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are still in doubt, if you are still doubting the fact that your help has come, I want to show you something in the scripture. Join me in the book of Isaiah chapter 4, 41, verse 10. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Church, I want us to see something here. This is a promise from God. No doubt, when God says, I will help you, he will definitely help you, irrespective of whom you are or irrespective of where you find yourself, irrespective of how big the challenge may be. If God has said, I will help you, he will help you. But I am not talking about the promises of God this time around. I am talking about the fulfilled promises of God. What God has said he will do when he brings it to pass is what I want to show you this very moment. Even if we read further to the book of that same Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13. For clarity purposes, the scripture still says, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. But I want us to see something again in the book of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. It says, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Please join me as we conclude by reading the verse 6. It says, So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. For you to activate, for you to, to draw the attention of God when it comes to the era, area of help, you must, you must learn how to 
take the ownership of the prophetic words in the book of Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. Isaiah 41 talks about promises that are yet to be fulfilled. But Paul, Apostle Paul, got the revelation. So in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, he said, let me take it again. He said from verse 6, he said, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is now my helper. Not that the Lord will come to help. But now, the Lord has become my helper. If you need help in that situation, own up. Take ownership of this word that I'm saying to you today. Take ownership of it. Tell your people around you, speak to yourself that the Lord is now my helper. And the Lord will be what you say he is to you in the mighty name of Jesus. One more time, I want to let you know that your help has come in the mighty name of Jesus. I have another scripture here that I love so very much. The scripture is found in the book of Exodus. The Bible talks about the children of Israel that spent so many years in the land of bondage. But in one of the verses there, God said, I have seen the afflictions of my people. He didn't say, I will be coming to help them. He said, now I have come to free them. I have come to liberate them. I have come to make their life easier. I have come to make impossibilities possible. Church, today, I want to give you this good news. It doesn't matter how many years you have spent gnashing your teeth. It doesn't matter how many years you have spent in hopeless situations. It doesn't matter how many years that hell challenges. You've been with that hell challenges. But one good news that I have for you today is that help has come. The Lord has seen the afflictions. The Lord has seen the things that you've gone through. The Lord has seen those things that you're going through. And he said, I have come to help you. And the Lord has come down to help you. His help, when his help comes, it comes permanently. May his help today remain permanent in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I can hear you. May our help today remain permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. May our help today remain permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. May our help today remain permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. May our help today remain permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. There is something that Papa said. Papa said that the instrumentality of man cannot be overemphasized. I know that man can help us. But I want to tell us this. If God did not touch the heart of man, he will not help us. If God did not ask a man to do it, he will not help us. Today, I want you to stand to your feet. Let's take one prayer point. Every instrument that God will use to help us will not be frustrated on the way. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your hand and say, Oh Lord, my Father, I can hear you shout it, My Father, my Father, my Father. Any gate that is erected to delay and deny my helper's access to me. Today, O oh Lord, as I stand before your presence, as I stand before your glory, may those gates be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray it. Any gate that has been erected, we join faith as a family this very moment, O oh Lord. We said no to this gate that frustrates, that disappoints, that keeps us away from our helpers. In the mighty name of Jesus. For in Jesus' most wonderful name I pray. If you know that the Lord has blessed you, can I hear you shout, my help has come. Hallelujah, my help is here. Our help is here. But I want to tell you something before we close this very moment.
I want to show us how we can harness this divine help. Is it possible? Can we harness it? It is very, very possible. Let me show us one thing before we go on to this. Number one thing we must do before we can harness the divine presence of God, the divine assistance of God. Number one thing is availability. Papa once told us that if you can help yourself, you don't need God. And I know so very well that we can't help ourselves. Our help, like the psalmist says, can only come from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. But before you can assess this helps, number one thing is availability. How available are you? Where are you? Let me show you something quickly in the book of Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The first instruction here, the first command here is come. Make yourself available. It is not God. God is not the one carrying the laden. God is not the one that is carrying the yoke. We are the one that is carrying the yoke and is ever ready to take the yoke away from us. But the only thing he needs from us is to come, is to make ourselves available. Today, I am standing here today because I know that I have tested the help, the divine assistance of God. And I can boldly tell you that I came closer and the Lord has turned things around for me. That same God that turned things around for me when I came closer, that same God will turn things around for you today in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says we are carrying yoke. But we have a yoke destroyer. In every yoke carrier, there is always a yoke destroyer. When we get closer, God will take away the yoke. I'm not saying that, he's not going, that we're no longer going to carry yoke. Jesus did not say so. Jesus said, you come with your own heavy load. I will lift it up from you and I will replace it with another yoke that is lighter. Another yoke, another help that is lighter. Another yoke that is lighter in the mighty name of Jesus. Then the next thing that we are going to look at here today is the Holy Spirit. If we must assess divine help, we must hook up to the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14 verse 26 from the same King James Version. It says, But the comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. The Comforter, who is also known as the Helper. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Church, what is this scripture talking about here? What are those things that the Holy Spirit will bring to our remembrance? One of them is the promises of God that we have taken ownership of. Like when the Bible says you will not be the tail, but you will be the head. The Holy Spirit will remind you of this whenever you have such challenges. Whenever there is problem, when there is sickness in your body, the Holy Spirit will remind you that it is the Lord that heals. 
not the medications that we take. The Lord will heal through the medications that we take. Praise the Lord. So here, we need the person of the Holy Spirit. We need to get closer to him. We must have a relationship with him. If we must harness the divine assistance from above. Now again, the third thing that we need in order to harness this divine assistance is boldness. Boldness. Let's see, uh, let's open our Bible to the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. It says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The first thing that we need, if we must assess, if we must get this help that comes from above, is to come boldly, come as a son. Come as a heir. You are not a bastard. Come as a heir. Come because you know very well that the Lord your God is bigger than whatsoever thing you are going through. Come with the mindset that you know that the Lord your helper cannot be dismayed, cannot be scared, cannot be frightened by the multitude of challenges that you are having. Come with boldness. Boldness is one of the things that is required if we must assess, if we must harness this particular divine assistance. As you come with boldness today, may the Lord, our God, make our ways easier for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Another thing here that we need is obedience. Obedience is needed. Church, there is obedience and there is also what is called complete obedience. Obedience is not just doing what the Lord said we should do. Obedience takes a step further by doing what God said. Complete obedience takes a step further by doing what God said we should do and at the right time. Not when it is convenient for us, but when, we, when the Lord said we should do it, that is what is expected of us. So for us to tap into this divine help, we must get ready for a complete obedience. Let's see something in the book of I will show you two, two characters here when I'm talking about obedience. Luke chapter 5, verse 4. Let's see the book of Luke chapter 5, verse 4. It says, Now when he had left speaking, this is Jesus, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draft. Church, I want you to underline the word Nets, verse 5. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toyed all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Church, I am not a grammarian, but I know that there is difference between nets and nets. Jesus told him, Simon, pack your nets and drop them into the water for a bigger catch. But, Pete, but Simon, looking at Jesus, was filled with unbelief and said, Master, I will do this according to your word. Instead of him letting down the nets, the Bible said he let down the nets. And as a result, they had losses. Today, our disobedience in the things of the Lord has caused us so many 
so many problems, so many issues. But after tonight, because our help is here, we will no longer go through them in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus told him, let down your nets. But being a man, he decided to let down his nets based on what he thinks that he knows how to do best. Being a professional in fish catching. But today, I want to let you know one thing. That it will not be the same again in the mighty name of Jesus. Any step of complete obedience that you take, the Lord will answer it in the mighty name of Jesus. But at the same time, let us see a man in the book of 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 7. Elijah, I am not going to read. The Bible said the man made a declaration that there would not be any rain for three and a half years, and the Lord honored it. But before that time, prior to that time, the Bible made a state, the Bible stated that he was asked to go to Brook Chariot, where the Lord was feeding him morning and night through the help of a raven. Church, I want us to know to understand one thing here. It wasn't Elijah that chose the raven to be to be used to feed him. It was God that chose a raven. God will only be, it is only God that chooses a man to help you. You are not the one that will choose whom God will should use to help you. And the Bible said that for three and for some years, for some days, Elijah was being fed day and night. But all of a sudden, the brook dried up. But he didn't stop there. He never murmured. That was one good thing I found out about Elijah. Elijah never complained. He never murmured. He never said to God. He never asked God questions. The Bible said he stayed there and the Lord came to him and said, Elijah, stand. Rise up and go to Zarephath. In my studies, I found out that the journey between the Brookcherry to Zarephath is about 85 miles. When converted, it's about thousands of kilometers. God told him to go there. That is where I have prepared a helper for you. And the Bible said that Elijah obeyed God and walked without asking questions, without murmuring, with, uh, without argument. He went straight to Zarephath, irrespective of the scorching of the, of the sun, irrespective of the hardship, because in a desert there was no water. Yet he endured. He went to where the help was kept. Today, I am standing on the word of God that is infallible and I'm saying to you, in as much as you're living in complete obedience, as you ask God for help, may help come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. As you place a, a tag on God, as you place as you place a demand on God, may God answer you in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said he got to Zarephath. Behold, the helper was there waiting. May our helpers be waiting for us in the mighty name of Jesus. May our helpers be there to meet us in the mighty name of Jesus. Finally, I want us to look at the last word. If we must harness this divine assurance, we must be able to wait. Job chapter 14, verse 14. It says, If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. This is what Job said. Job was one man that needed a divine help. And one of the things that he did that made, he that made heaven to respond to him speedily was the fact that he waited. He said, I will wait. And truly he waited. And when the help came, the Bible said he got twice. He got double of all his pains. Divine help. One day I was driving and the Lord told me. He said, Uzo, I don't respond to wailers. I respond to waiters. 
And as you wait today, my prayer for you is that you will receive this divine help in the mighty name of Jesus. The book of John chapter 5 verse 3 talks about a man that was kept. The Bible said the man has been at a particular spot for 38 good years. How old is your challenges? How many years have you been in that situation? The Bible said this man, they in there, they, they in there out. When the angels come to trouble the water so that he can have his healing. The Bible said he because he does not have anybody that will help him because every other person there also needs help. The Bible said when he wants to stand, people will trample upon him and he will not get his help. But a day came, helper showed up. And the master that mastered our situation, the divine helper himself showed up and asked him, what do you want me to do? Do you want to be free? And the young man said, I don't have any man. Jesus told him that you don't need a man to be helped. You need me. You don't need a man to be healed. You need me. You don't need a man to be lifted. You need me. You don't need a man to laugh again. You need me. You don't need your relatives to go up again. You need God. And Jesus told him that I am the bread of life. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the only one that can lock a door and no man will be able to open. I'm the only one that can, can open it and no man will be able to lock. And Jesus told him, he said, I am here. Rise up and walk. And that young man rose up and walked after 38 years. Today, whatsoever challenge that has kept you stagnated for years they are broken in the mighty name of Jesus stand to your feet and let me hear you shout my father my father my father any hand that has kept me any power that has glued me that has stagnated me at a particular spot for one month, for two months, for two years, for one year, for a decade, today, because my helper has shown up, because you have shown up, let me be free. Make me free in the mighty name of Jesus. Liberate me in the mighty name of Jesus. Liberate me in the mighty name of Jesus. Liberate me in the mighty name of Jesus. For in Jesus' most wonderful name we have prayed. Another thing I want us to pray today is every level of periodic sickness. The Bible said that this man had been with a particular sickness for 38 years. Anywhere he goes, anybody that sees him knows what he is going through. It is a label that identifies whom he is. Today, any, any spiritual label that is attached to our health, any spiritual label that is attached to our health, that makes us to fall sick periodically, today, we are going to tear them off in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, my father, my father, my father, every demonic spiritual label that has been attached to me, that makes people, that identifies me, that makes people to give me another name other than that that I bear, today, oh Lord, in your anger, I tear them off in the mighty name of Jesus. As I put them on as a garment, Lord, I tear them off, Lord. As I wear them as a shoe, Lord, I tear them off. As I carry them as a crown everywhere I go Lord I tear them off in the mighty name of Jesus for in Jesus most wonderful name I have prayed one more time help has come in Jesus name I know you've been truly blessed and I know that you know that we are from the tribe of the lion of Judah and therefore we have overcome we have overcome principalities we have overcome powers, we have overcome spiritual wickedness in high places by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimonies that Jesus Christ is the Lord.
We pray you have been blessed by the Word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.